Hello, boys. Hey, now. Hey there. Good evening. Good evening. Hey there. That was a pretty. Hello. That was like a synchronous clap that time, guys. What How about that? It always seems a little delayed on my end, but uh, I felt like it. Yeah. I felt good about it. I don't know. Let us know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if this whole podcast seems out of sync, it could be a technical issue, or it could just be how tired I am from this past weekend. Oh, e- either you do? either case. What, what, what do you mean? What, what did you do this weekend? Yeah, what happened? Uh, well, I went and uh, got my ass kicked at, at a concert. You got in a fight in oh. Philadelphia. You got in a fight in a concert. No, no, I got. Uh, Audibly assaulted. I see Whoa. the power of rock and roll. This I guy. see. This is That's you embracing the, the like old thing. The old thing. The thinking What's you're the old, old now that you're forty. So. Oh yeah, no, no. I'm I'm exhausted. I'm okay. mentally and physically exhausted. Okay. It's, it was, it's, it's, it's no joke. Because it was days ago. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll get into that. We'll okay. get into that. All How right. are you, boys? Nick, Nick, what's uh, what's new in your life, buddy? Uh, what did I do this weekend? Went to my first track and field meet. Wow. wow. Middle one. Cam, Cam, uh, Cam was was competing in track and field meet in uh, Linganore, Maryland. And All right, that was that was that was pretty cool. That was pretty neat. Nice. Yeah. So that was that what, was cool. Uh, what events did he do? He did the eight hundred, the four hundred, and the one hundred. All right, very uh, nice. Yeah, it was really cool. And they were that thing. There were nine hundred and forty some kids. Holy that, smokes! That, wow. that registered and, and competed that day. It was crazy. Good it was Lord. wild how how much of a it's a system. It's just it's just ongoing. The heat's going. You have no idea. You just kind of wait to hear like the yep, and keep an eye out. It's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Right on. Very cool. Greg, I you, was your, your locks are looking luscious over there. Oh. You look well rested. <laughs> Greg, thank been, you. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. I don't feel that way at all. No, no, no. No, <laughs> no I, do, I I do feel that way actually. Um, yeah, things have been pretty good. I got back to the West Coast late Thursday. Oh, no, excuse me, late Wednesday, and then, um, yeah, I went, to a sh- I went to a concert, too, on Friday. Oh, oh yeah? yeah? I did. I did. I went to see uh, my friend uh, Tosin Abasi and Javier, Ooh. my friends Tosin and uh, Javier Reyes, uh, and leaders. leaders, they, yeah. Yeah, they played at the Ace, uh, the Ace Hotel Theater. Oh, like nice. a beautiful. They got a new yeah. album coming out, right? Nice. Yeah, they just put out a new album. The show was really cool. Yeah. Um, I I I've been, I was at their first show and their second show, and then I saw them once at Nam right before COVID, and then I saw them here. <laughs> given given the how technical those guys are, what's their how do they approach the live show? Is are they different iterations of the songs, or are they like album? No, quality? they play like, them. They're totally album quality. They play along with backing tracks, but okay. most of the like the meat of what's you're being of what you're hearing is being performed live on stage. Wow, wow. dude, their drummer Matt Garska. Just like he gave, like I, it's it was a great it was a great show. I'll just say this that he he kind of st- he almost stole the show. And I mean, you know, Tosin and Javier wow. are virtuosic, but like That's this really guy Matt is just on on. He's playing at a very high level, and he's got the, he just signed with DW, so he has this brand new DW double oh, kick set that's like on fresh off just the factory floor, so fresh, yeah, yeah. And he just plays the crap out of it, and it was really nice. Misha was there. The, nice. uh, from periphery yeah. he's he's he's, he's kind of like the fourth member produ- producer guy anyway i could go on and on but um good show there's a lot there's a lot there's a lot to get into uh so it's a big show i'm gonna a get out of the way i'm, I'm gonna step out of the way all right momentarily all right <laughs> all right well bird clock do you have anything to say uh not quite yet 
any minute wait. now. Any minute. Right. I, it's, yeah. <laughs> get, it, get it? Any minute. <laughs> yep. I know. Well, we can't wait, man. This, tra- this train is rolling down the tracks. Let's and do we it. 142. Yeah. Woo! All aboard. Choo-choo. Yeah. <laughs> There's Bird Clock. There's Bird Clock. I was trying to give Bird Clock his moment in the sun. Uh... Sounding good there, Birdie. Thank you very much, Bird Clock. I just couldn't have said it better myself. Indeed. You are tuned in to... You should check it out. <laughs> choo-choo, mother This Whoa. is episode 142 coming <laughs> at you on a beautiful Thursday. My name is Jay. I'm Nick. And I'm Greg. And man, as we alluded to earlier, we have an awesome show for you tonight. So much so that I don't even want to tease it. Other than to say that Greg's going to be talking about something, then I'm going to be talking about something, and then Nick is going to also be... Yeah, he's he's going to be talking about something as well. Yeah, that'd so, be fun. You know, uh, glad to have you here with <laughs> us uh, on another beautiful week. Greg, take it away, sir. What's going well, on in your let's, world? Let, let, let's play some music here. I just described uh, the Animals as Leaders concert. That was mm-hmm. wonderful. But uh, and something else that got my attention musically mm-hmm. this week was actually... <laughs> I was listening to it, and then Nick sent me a message about it. We had not talked about it already. Uh, this is uh, a track off of the brand new King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard album with, that we're a big fan of. Uh, yes. Hello. Thank you, guys. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Big fans. Yeah. Big fans here. Um, Nick, do you know the album title off the top of your head? It's Orf- the Omnium uh, Gatherum? Um, yeah, yeah. Omnium Gatherum or something like that. Yeah. Very sci-fi. The 20th LP uh-huh. by, by this young band. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, this one is called Gaia. I like that. It's so I like good. That. And uh, I think we might hear a little bit more of this record a little later in the podcast. And probably we'll talk get... eventually about it as <laughs> yeah, a standalone totally. thing because it's something else. Yeah, listeners, this is uh, as of next week, this is going to be, we're going to be shifting the content of the podcast to an all King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard um, <laughs> yeah. content. Uh, we just need to track their every movement. 
And since they're coming out with a new album like once every two months. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, well, Jay, it's, if you haven't listened to it, give it a listen. I have well, not. I, yeah. I didn't even know it was out. Yeah, so, and, uh, and listen, if if you don't like that song, it's kind of like the weather in Maryland. Just wait five minutes, and it'll <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> be something totally there different. Is no consistency whatsoever to the yeah, genres yeah, yeah. that they that they run between. It is insane. Yeah. It's so wild. Right. Yep. So so and and that's what they've they've set they've put themselves in a position to do that, mm-hmm. which is really Especially cool. Especially following because, Butterfly Three Thousand. Yeah, because now they can go. They, there's all these different genres that they've dabbled in yeah and now they can make a record where each song is like one of those styles and it's, it's cohesive crazy. and it makes sense it's and you you're just like, keep oh. forgetting you're listening to like the same album it's like it's like you're listening yeah. to a playlist it's crazy so yeah so uh props to them not that they need it but it's definitely uh it's on the first couple of listens been very enjoyable and you know so I, i'm grateful for them i'm with you Greg. um I, you know I, i've been uh I've been kind of a man on the street lately. I've been kind oh. of picking stuff up, b- b- picking up tidbits, yeah. you know, here getting and there. Getting some news, getting some words. Yeah, you know. I got your ear to the ground. I got All my right, ear to the yeah. ground, you know. <laughs> exactly. And uh, I don't know. I was thinking maybe I, you know, I, I was getting a little jealous of uh, Nick because he's got his bit, uh, you know, we all know, News with Nick. Uh-huh. I don't oh, that's a classic. Though. I don't know a song, though. Well, that's, that's true. Not yet. <laughs> but... Um, I thought I could maybe, you know, piggyback off of that and do a little bit. This is Uh-oh. pretty much exactly the same thing as Nick's hey. News with Nick. I got no... But, yeah, um, this news, is... News with Nick with Greg. <laughs> I was thinking Gossip with Greg, but that's not good. This is I Heard It Through the Greg Vine. Ooh. Oh. Greg. 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 All right. <laughs> well played, sir. Very Dude, well played. You got a song and everything. Exactly. You uh, know, it's Nick. It, it doesn't take much, man. No, that that <laughs> you got to step that. up. You heard that. You, that was, <laughs> you just got to ask nicely. He's got the he gear. He's got like that Steve Lillywhite rig that he set up. That's right. <laughs> now, listen, I'm just going to jump through some quick, quick news stories that didn't deserve their own segment. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. All right. And just a few stories that are kind of uh, coming back to uh, some stuff that we've talked about already on the show. Oh, excellent. Some, uh, oh, okay. some yeah, we'll what, what, what can we call up? that? Follow-up, errata? Thank circling you. back. Follow-up. Follow-up, circling back, exactly. So, Jay, you mentioned country star Eric Church missing yeah. the uh, basketball game. Excuse me. Let me start. Let me start. Let me start. Let me start. The opposite of that. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) He missed his own concert, (laughs) right? To go to the basketball game. This is this was the basketball game about I want to say a month ago. uh, March Madness Final Four. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, UNC versus their arch rival Duke. Yep. Right. Um, And Coach Coach K's last game. (laughs) Exactly. Mike Krzyzewski's last game. This guy's like a historic figure in sports, Mm. to say the least. He had said at the end of the tournament, whatever that is, will be his last game. So it's not like he said specifically, this is my last game, but if they lost, it would be. Yeah. Right. And so this North Carolina bred uh, country singer, Eric Church, he decided to go to the game and cancel his own concert. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, canceled the show. And so it was like the, the week of, right? Yeah. Yeah, because they didn't know that they were in. 
right and right. that they were playing Duke. Yeah. And he, and he said, I, f- I did feel bad that it was so late. And a lot of people were upset that it was so last minute. But what I wanted people to understand was I wasn't missing a show for anything other than a Carolina Duke Final Four game. Um, <laughs> I think he also, I think he bought, he brought. Uh, the only, non-apology this game, ever. only this game would I have done this thing, but the thing for. Is, he, it, it's, he's not wrong in the way, no, in the no, sense that, that this would never, ha- this will it's never so happen epic. again. It's a once in a lifetime opportunity. This, it really this is. Scenario. Like, I think he was probably kind of like annoyed about it. Like, what? Oh, man, what are the odds that. <laughs> if you don't get it, you don't get it. <laughs> right, exactly. But he, but so following up, I mean, we knew that he was going to do this or he had just done it, but he, apparently he got a huge backlash on social media about I'm sure it. Sure, he did. Yeah. But he ended up going, um, but the backlash was more than people thought it would okay. be. Okay. However, he did announce a free show to those holding tickets to the original. Uh, it's slated for September second, so he uh, he'll make up for it. Make up show one way or the other. And it, it, hey, good press, right? It was good press. Yeah. Good press. Good press yeah. for the young buck. Yeah, got his name <laughs> right. out there. All right. So moving on. Um, Rolling Stone article said uh, Mick Jagger's picks for rock music's saviors will surprise you. I'd already kind mm. of seen uh, a little bit of a. <gasps> This yeah. is Mick Jagger's picks. Yeah, Mick Jagger, you know. Um, so he described... He's got his finger on the pulse. He's, yeah, yeah. 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 What's, wow, he's going to set some trends. Sure. He's going to set yeah. some trends is what yeah. he's doing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's got his finger on the pulse, but he barely has a pulse himself, so I don't know. That's hey. right. Oh. <laughs> anyway, no, I'm just kidding. He does have a really cool jacket on, though, as, <laughs> as I'm looking through this <laughs> Rolling Stone article. Uh, man. That is a that is pretty fly. You don't don't mess with ja- with Jagger. No, I'm not, I'm not messing with you guys. I'm not that. messing. Yeah, yeah. But this is true. But you can the folks can see for themselves. I mean, this is it, I haven't Just seen Google a photo Mick of him. Just Mick Jagger jacket. You'll see it. Yeah, yeah. yeah Mick Jagger jacket. <laughs> but so he ta- he describes. He's oh, well, this is a quote. You have young blood and Machine Gun Kelly. That kind of post-punk vibe makes me think there's still a bit of life in rock and roll. Let me repeat this with a Mick Jagger accent. Oh, please, <laughs> please. I knew we were missing something. You have young blood and Machine Gun Kelly. That kind of post-punk vibe makes me think there's still a bit of life in rock and roll. Right? All Come right. on. <laughs> okay. It's not bad. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank okay. you. <laughs> you know, but, uh, Machine Gun Kelly and young blood. Yeah. Eh? He, he thinks there's a bit of life in rock and roll, but he barely has a bit of life in, in, in himself. So I don't know. What do you think <laughs> about those? Man. What do you think about those picks? Listen, uh, Jay, what do you say? You're, you're the big, you're the Stones' biggest fan. I mean, yes. I'm. I don't go to Mick Jagger for like the Every, new. You rock say everything picks, that they frankly. do is gold, and you yeah, never turn against them, right? You kept you keep that talking about how cool his true. jacket is. Come on. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I, I mean, I you're wearing Mick it. Jagger, you're, of course. You're, you're just yeah, 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 the same is. jacket. I did, of course. No, I don't know. I, I I've heard the Machine Gun Kelly like single. I've heard like a couple other tracks off of his album because it seems to be pretty polarizing. Him going for the electric guitar, but um, mm-hmm. I don't know. It seems kind of out of touch. I don't know anything about Young Blood. Can either of you enlighten? I don't me? know too much about Young Blood. No. But I do know. I do know that Young Blood has said Mick, he's like I want to be doing this till I'm Mick Jagger's age and all that okay. so yeah. he's been giving him props but in any case I don't know if you had a, a, a dog wish, in his I, race I wish I knew can anything we, can about we, either can we hear I'm going to pull up something about I'm going to uh, pull please, up a song please from Youngblood I'll pull up some Machine Gun Kelly I want to see your face when you hear this oh no I've heard that I want oh, okay. to hear the Youngblood oh you want to hear Youngblood okay okay gotcha Youngblood yeah. I'm not out here hating on either of these guys but I 
you know, it's not for me. Well, I'll, I'll go to their latest single. It's called The Funeral. Here we go. Uh, 6,760,000 plays as of today. Okay. That's yeah. it. It's like 30 bucks. Yeah, nice. Billy Idol. Yeah, Yeah. Like Soul Asylum or something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that's kind of like a yeah. You said it, Jay. What, who did he sound like at the beginning? Billy Idol. He kind of and then it kind of for bit. me it went to like Soul Asylum in, the, in that chorus, <laughs> like the voice. Yeah, yeah right I don't know, Nick. Get up there and strut your stuff. Shut up about new music. Well, he's but he, hold on a second though, because he oh. has he has championed some other. Oh, uh, Nick. I thought you yeah, Nick Jagger. Yeah, yeah okay. They said Nick. So. He, 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 I see what you're talking. They have, about. They, <laughs> have, they have, they have, they have long. You're allowed champions. to talk about new music. <laughs> yeah, they've uh, they've championed some some bands, and recently uh, the 1975 they had uh, okay. they had them as an opening act. Have you guys okay. ever heard them? Mm-hmm. Yep. I think so. Yeah, there's some pretty cool stuff. I I I might want to play. Uh, there's one track of theirs that I thought was really good, really, really cool. It's uh, it's live. I'll have to play it on the podcast a different day. Cool. Uh, Ed Sheeran, Kanye West, Black Pumas got to open for uh, for the Stones. I and, did not know uh, that. That's really cool. Yeah, it was one show, um, but yeah, it was kind of a big deal. Nice. I remember. Kind of a big deal. Yeah. Anywho. Cool. Um, All right. So there you have it. Mick Jagger speaking about the Youngblood, you know? Hey, checking in. He's just checking in, so we'll see how that goes. For that, maybe maybe we'll see Machine Gun Kelly opening on the on those Lex Lego Stones tour. <laughs> God, I can only hope that would be crazy. I could see that being a thing, though. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. All right. I can't stand his music, but uh, <laughs> I just I mean I, I really can't. It's really bad. But uh, um, but hey, he is playing a pink guitar, Greg. That's yeah. Well, I, I mean, I gotta say, at least at least he's, he is playing guitar. You know that 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 part of it is you know. It's it's the funny part about it is that that's how low the bar is these days that you know people seem to be giving him credit just because he is no I don't I think I think it's because that's not how he established himself so it's right it's it's all around the person it's not it's always been that way like the you know an artist somebody who's known as just the like the upfront artist picks up an instrument and it's like oh do you see they're playing da 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 this album that's true good point but I, I specifically saw articles and podcasts that were like does this mean Electric guitar is back in style now. Oh, is he I got the new it. savior of the electric guitar? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's I know. Yeah, but that's how Guitar World sells like an annual subscription, right? Because they just did. Right. I feel like I've seen that every year on Guitar World. It's like <laughs> true. Guitar is not dead. Well, yeah, that's definitely come up, you know, in different uh, iterations. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, so there you have it, boys. Let's let's move on to the next thing that I heard on the Greg Vine. Okay. Uh, this is another follow-up <laughs> to um, we sp- we actually spent a lot of time talking about this topic. This is uh, a headline that I saw said Joe Rogan says he gained two million subscribers after Neil Young left Spotify. Ooh. Can we verify this? Anybody? 
Well, that must be tough to verify. I will yeah. say this. I, I, this is what he claimed on his podcast. But yeah, he I said, mean, Spotify's got the data and they don't make that public. So uh, apparently, but, but yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. So I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. So he claimed that he got more subscribers. Yes, that's what he claimed. He said uh, uh, he was he was on he was talking to some guest who Douglas Murray and uh, so Murray says you've been put through the ringer. Rogan says yeah, I definitely got put through the ringer. And Murray says since I last met you, they did a number on you. Rogan responded yeah, they did. It's interesting, but my subscriptions went up massively. That's what's crazy. During the height of it all, I gained two million subscribers. Wow. So. I don't know. And he, uh, meanwhile, Neil Young is just—he did not gain any new subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't come out and said anything about it. Oh no, he's not on Spotify anymore. So. No. <laughs> right. Right. But yeah, he doesn't have but, a podcast too. <laughs> but yeah, but or, or or the streams, right? I mean, that would be the. Yeah. Um, but he also didn't put his foot down and say, "Because I'm going here." So there's yeah. What I want to know is what's the cross section of people who were. Neil Young fans that all of a sudden decided to hop ship and, and decided to s- subscribe to Joe Rogan now. There might or, have been a few. Or you know? I think like, that's a very slim demographic. It was a, it was just a joke. Or all the people true. that were like, what, the, you mean the Fear Factor guy? I didn't know he was, yeah, I mean, who You're were right, just kind right. of in a cave for the past like 15, 20 years. And, yeah, it's just, a, it, it's a, it's an interesting you know, it, it was this was this all had to do with uh, when when Rogan was having certain guests on mm-hmm. that were um, he had some some you know strong anti-vax like guests on and didn't have right. any counterpoint guests on right and then uh, you know in in a message to his followers and listeners and everything he or, or to the world he did say like I will I will work on that in the future and make sure mm-hmm. to have like more balanced takes you know yeah, Rogan yeah, pretty good pretty good initial response. Yeah, uh, it, it'll be interesting. I mean, he's getting more and more popular. Neil Young is getting less and less, maybe. Has anybody... I haven't actually kept up with how that's been going. Like, has he had people on from the other side? And I, I don't know. Is he getting traction there? Maybe this is a good story. Maybe he... Yeah. I don't know. It, it, it's, it's one of those stories that just kind of got a lot of heat, and and it was... T- touching it was a lot of different things at once like mm-hmm. Spotify is evil and deva- but it was combining a bunch of different uh, hot yeah. topics if you yeah. will and so it's interesting to kind of see the fallout and in the end I don't want to say like Rogan won and Neil Young lost but it's but Rogan um, won and Neil Young lost well I'm just <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't never between them I don't think I, it was more about like well you know are you going to have if, you, if, if you're going to have well, you know, you guys know what it's about. I don't have to explain. I mean, if Rogan wins, Spotify uh, wins, right? It's a, I mean, if they're getting more listeners, then yeah, right. I'll we'll be able to still listen because that was to the one we were all stuff. to lose with Spotify. Yeah, it is. It, it is. Uh, it would be nice to see them, you know, have to be kind of accountable and, but more mostly just to pay people. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, maybe if they'd been paying Neil Young more or just artists in general more, they would have never come to this. But yep, yeah. Anyway. All right, man. Okay, and then I, I, I can. Wait, I can, wait. Weren't, yo. weren't, weren't you? were you in the news? Oh yeah, yeah, I was actually. <laughs> oh, that. Can that be a thing? Because because we, we weren't supposed <laughs> to talk about it at the, the top, but you're doing a news bit. Right. Uh huh. Seems like, and I know, I know you don't like to toot your own horn, but I mean, just you, you were kind this of in is the true. news. I'm very modest. You were kind of in the news. Um, you had Maybe your a little own bit. Greg Vine going on. <laughs> there was a little Greg Vine going on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, it's, it's it's true. There was a little bit of a, a thing that happened this last week 
involving the red knot chili peppers. Okay. We want chili willy. We want chili <laughs> willy. We want chili willy. Yes, All right. that's, listeners, that is the new red knot chili peppers alarm. Anytime yes, Greg okay. brings up his own <laughs> band, we're going to play the uh, we or, want chili willy. Or if somebody else does. <laughs> Feel free that's to bring right. it up. All right, we're going uh, to hear that a lot. Yeah. Well, it was. it's funny because... Uh, yeah, I, I got a, a text from our bass player, Paul. He's like, did you guys see this yet? And it was an article from a, a newspaper in Detroit mm-hmm. describing how a man named Aaron okay. was fuming. Fuming. <laughs> Just absolutely <laughs> furious because he bought tickets to what he thought was a Red Hot Chili Peppers concert, and four tickets. And when he looked at the ticket, it said Red Knot. Chili peppers. Now this is for our gig in <laughs> Ferndale, Michigan, at a place called the Magic Bag, right. which is like a really nice club. But you not know, it's not a chili pepper. It, no, it, it's not quite. It doesn't hold forty thousand people or whatever. Okay, it holds like seven hundred or maybe yeah, something like that. So this guy was fuming, and we we had a little laugh about it. And then I noticed that it had been shared by a couple of different. Uh, you know, social media sites and blah blah blah, and they had a lot of traction. And I was bracing myself to read the comments, mm-hmm. wait, wait, ready for everyone to be like, "Oh, why would he pay to see that stupid band?" Or right, you know, right. something like that. Yeah, you know, all kind of internet trolls love to jump mm-hmm. on that stuff. And instead, everyone was talking smack about Aaron, <laughs> right? Because he does. I mean, it, it, yeah, it, even even his context of like. The way they were promoting the record that just came out, they were doing smaller venues out west, doing their little record stores, yeah, yeah. free shows, things like that. So you just yeah. thought, you know, they're showing up at this place down the street from him. Right. How Now, <laughs> and he's not completely wrong because both Anthony Kiedis and Chad Smith are from that neck of the woods. Oh. They're both from Michigan. Know. Yeah. 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 Um, so he may, may, maybe not completely unfounded, but it said not on the, right. on the ticket, right. you know, right. and it was an $18 ticket and, you know. So he decides to take it up with the with the Detroit Metro Times. Yeah. And uh, take it up the chain. Got to report, the sto- report wrong. The st- so the story <laughs> got like passed around, but like now other st- other outlets started picking it up, and like Loudwire picked it up, and like all these kind. Con- you know, suddenly it was like national news. Somebody told me they heard a- people talking about it on the radio here in L.A. That's like the, so, it's wow. like the weird news trivia thing. Oh, just like did yeah, you, you guys hear about this one? Yeah. I got from Detroit. Yeah, Oh, you drive time commute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Detroit fan. Detroit fan. Aaron fuming over the. Describing his seething. Funny, funny twist. Guess what happened to Aaron? Is he okay? He's fine. He's better than okay. He got beat up. He was gifted. Tickets to see the Red Hot Chili Peppers by the radio oh, station. Oh, get the hell out of here! I'm not really? kidding. I'm not kidding. Yeah, oh, I saw that. I saw that geez. yesterday. Well, radio station. I saw an opportunity to get the promotion. Yeah. But but, but, but he's still going to come to yours, though. Do you know this? Well, it's it's it said in the article. But did you see what he said? I know, but he's he got said, yeah. tickets to the real thing now. Well, that's true. But I don't know. But uh, hey, if we were a real thing, you know. <laughs> no, I don't mean it like that. I mean, like he thought no, he was it, buying the it. Red Hot Chili Peppers. No, no, no. he right? got he, he got he got tickets to the thing that he wanted to go to originally. We won! Yeah, so that was it. Um, you know, I, sh- I shared the story on my uh, social media and uh, got a, got a, got a, some response. You did, you did. I I noticed actually, you, you, a very you? A, a very quick response, quick to your Instagram post from Venus Williams. Oh. 
You noticed that? I did notice that. <laughs> <laughs> you Greg notice says coyly. <laughs> oh. oh, you noticed that? <laughs> so wait, who, but who noticed that? Did you catch that? I, I didn't. Did I didn't. That? But it was it was brought to my attention. I was at By work. Who? Katie, Katie said, ah, Venus William just, just posted on Greg's Instagram. Yeah. And then so I texted you and said, hey, can you get Venus Williams on the show? <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, I'll ask nicely. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but uh, no, it's, uh, it, I mean, I, it's, it's a long story, but I'll make it real quick. Okay. Jay heard, Jay heard this when it happened back I like 15. I had no idea that Nick, there was a history this, here. This was, this, was a, this was a minute ago. It was a minute but ago. But I remember it. A Baltimore minute. It was a. It would happen in Baltimore. Okay. Um, actually, did it involve Fletcher's? It was at Fletcher's. Yep, Fletcher's was a nightclub that um, used to host a local band's only concert every Monday night called Noise in the Basement. That's right. And I was okay. a regular there. Um, my band used to play it as as much as we could because it was like kind of like an easy gig to get but it was a good one you mm -hmm. know like you, yeah. you could play in front of people and when I joined it was with the band Odds with Are. Matt Davis Matt Davis is a great guy man and uh, he was always super supportive of all the bands All there were a lot of really good bands at the time yeah it was a, yeah. It was a good scene it some of them were derivative of other major bands. You know, there was like a band that kind of looked and sounded like Incubus. There was a band that sound, kind of sounded like, you know, et cetera. But I was there almost every week. And if I wasn't playing, I was hanging out. And if we had a gig coming up, I was flyering. Okay. Yeah. So one night I was up there and I was flyering and my friend's band was playing inside. And they were a little bit bigger than most of the bands that played there. They had actually just done a tour with 311. Okay. They're called Agents of the Sun. And I'm out there flyering for the odds are show, and somebody told me like, "Did you see that? Did you notice that the Williams sisters were at this show?" I was like, "What are you talking about? The Williams sisters, the tennis players, you know?" And they were like, "Yeah, apparently uh, one or both of them were here. I don't know. I heard something. I was like, uh, whatever. I don't see anybody." And then I was outside flyering, and I looked over across the street, and I was like, "That is one of the Williams sisters." <laughs> yeah, now this is like 2005. Thank you for the year. Okay, I was wondering how. This is a long ass time right. ago, man. That sure, right. sure. Okay. And uh, and I was and now I don't know if you guys know this about my dad, but he I didn't played prof <laughs> He played tennis. Um, <laughs> oh really? When he was young, when he was young, like and he wanted to go pro. Oh wow! And he was okay. a really solid tennis player and just a huge tennis fan in general. Sure. So I'm not really. <laughs> but, read, but your dad is. So you're my like, dad is. My dad's so going to love this. I, I'm like, well, not only that, it wasn't just like my dad's going to love this. It's like, if I don't say something to her, my dad is going to kick my ass. Like, oh. <laughs> he's going to be like, what were you like? You didn't say anything to her? Like, what? So I like really gathered up all the courage. And I was like, I'm walking up to her. I'm like, I have no idea what I'm going to say. And oh, I don't man. even know. I don't even know who. It, like, I don't, I, I it don't really know her. I, like, I think, I think it's Venus. Uh-huh. But I'm not 100% sure because I'm not an expert and I don't have a smartphone and I can't like look Great at man. it. It's 2005, you know? yeah. I walked up and I, and I was about to say, hi, I'm, hi, my name's Greg, you know? And before I could, she turned to me and she was like, hi, I'm Venus, and like stuck her hand out. <laughs> and I was like, perfect, now I know, <laughs> now I know who yeah, it is. She it like, like she broke the ice, of everything. Course. Of course Such, She was so sweet and I was telling her, I was like, yeah, I'm flyering for my band. My band's playing here next week. And she's like, that's so cool. I'm here to see Ages of the Sun. I saw them playing uh, with 311. And I saw oh, they were wow. coming, a do they were doing a local show. And so I wanted to support them. 
I was like, well, that's really awesome. And we like, we like kind of uh, partied later into the night. Like we, it was really fun night. And uh, like Bat Davis came out and did the DJ set and he was playing like Usher, like bum bum, bum bum, you know, all that. (laughs) This is like dancing. Everyone's like, oh my God, what is happening? It's like 50 people, like not a lot of people. It's a small club. Small club. And, you know, and we just had a hang. And then at the end of the night, um, she gave me her email address. She's like, we should keep in touch. And so I've kept in touch with her ever since. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah, we've had some fun times, man. She, she, she yeah. I, those are, might be, a, that might be another story. But I, I've met Serena, you know, I've met. Oh, that's uh, so cool, man. You know, yeah. I like Listeners, this is why we keep Greg around. Yeah, exactly. No. <laughs> He's got the tentacles out there. It only no, took 142 I, episodes to get to the story. That's I had no idea that you, I had no idea that you didn't know that. <laughs> I mean, you yeah, you blew my mind last week when you said you met James Gandolfini, man. That's that's heavy. I, yeah, yeah, that was yeah, that was. But that but that's no. But that's but a, James Gandolfini is not calling you to change his. Drum I went heads. and saw him in a play, and then I hung out afterwards and just met <laughs> right, him on the right. way out. Like it, that's that's not like kept a seventeen court year correspondence oh, with an individual kind of a thing. Well, can I tell so, you uh, one last f- funny little thing? And I wasn't there for this, but there was actually a few years where we didn't talk for whatever reason. You know, she's super busy, obviously. Yeah. I kind of was like, well, you know, maybe we'll talk again. I don't know. And she, uh, and then suddenly I got a uh, text message from her out of the blue. She was like, hey, how have you been? I, I was just at the Pearl Jam concert and somebody yelled at me that you're the great, you're the best guitarist on earth or something. And I was like, what? Like some drunk guy was like talking about how Greg Lohman is the blah, blah, blah. And it was some- like my, my, my friend, my friend Garrett, like from high school, like he knew that I knew her, saw her. He was hammered, hammered, oh hammered God. at the Pearl Jam show. Like, Venus, you know, Greg, he's the blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Wow. And, so, and like I was like, Old God bless you. Best. Wow. God bless you, Garrett. Cause like it started like after that I was like, How have you been? You know, like yeah. kind of got the whole got thing the rolling, rolling again. Got the whole thing rolling again. My man. Wow. Anyway, yeah. that's we it. want Jelly Willis. <laughs> we want Jelly Willis. <laughs> we want Jelly Willis. <laughs> Perfect. There you go. There you go, boys. That's it. That's great. Cool. <laughs> Heard it on the Greg Vine. All right. So you're saying it's my turn now. Yeah, Tell buddy. Tell my story. Hey. <laughs> oh, well, it's yeah. not a competition. <laughs> I want to hear. I want to hear the darkness story. I've seen the darkness. I with do Jay. too. I really yeah. do. This is great. This is great. How do I follow up? Well, who did I see in Philadelphia? Oh, <laughs> get over it. Come on, uh, man. You got this. Tell us about this show. Nick, you want to go next after that? <laughs> Come on. Happily, I don't care. This is great. We're having a great time. We're, we have fun. We have fun. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to cool things down then. All right. Um, All right. I got it. I want to do a palate cleanser. Okay. All right. Have you guys seen the movie Grizzly Man? No. Not by any chance. I never heard of it. The movie. Is this, is this old? It was, a, it was a, well, I think it was like 2003, 2004, oh, something like that. I don't think so then. Okay. It was a Werner Herzog joint. Oh, oh okay. All right. And it was like a documentary about this guy uh, who goes out in the Alaskan wilderness uh-huh. and he's like a, a bear whisperer. Does he get killed by the bear? It's based on a true story? Yeah. Yeah. And okay. thanks for ruining for everybody, Nick. Appreciate that. Okay. <laughs> but yes, he does get killed by the bear at the end. Okay. Um, and it is, no, it's a, it's a it's a documentary. Okay. Oh. Based on like his oh, own God, filming. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember yeah. this. Okay. It's pretty, it's a great, I mean, it's a great film. Okay. The soundtrack for that film was um, basically done by my man, Richard Thompson. Oh. Really? Oh, nice. Um, and it was essentially uh, Richard Thompson just like alone. 
in a studio, sometimes you had a couple other players, but basically improvising two uh, scenes from the movie with Werner Herzog kind of critiquing from the control room. It's a great soundtrack, but the, it, for whatever reason, it hasn't really had that great distribution. Like, you, it's hard to find. Um, mm. I think it's on YouTube, but they're reissuing it uh, with some new bonus tracks, and they've been kind of trickling out. So wanted to play a track from that. This one's called Streamwalk, Richard Thompson. Awesome. down before I ramp us back up again. Hell yeah. Right on. That's beautiful. That's really nice. So, really nice. Guys, as I alluded to at the intro of the show, I am running on fumes mentally and physically because I just spent the last weekend in Philadelphia with my brother. Oof. And, uh, you know, don't uh, get out and party as much as I used to and I am <laughs> right. feeling the effects today. Right. Two kids at home now. That's right. That's yep. right. My, yep. my lovely wife was gracious enough to let me out of the house, let me off the leash for a little while, mm. and uh, we had ourselves a time, awesome. let me tell you. Awesome. Excellent. So I would like to bring up one of my old bits, and it's called Tales from the Concert. Uh-oh. Whoa! how we do it that's right one of my favorite bands of all time the darkness was coming to town yeah baby they have a new album out it's called motor heart it's fantastic yeah um (laughs) and uh of course it is i know (laughs) motor heart that's great motor heart uh which is a kind of like quasi uh concept album not really but there's a couple songs about uh you know a robot love doll that uh okay that the guy purchases and sure. sings love songs to him. Sure. Uh, to her. Okay. To her, I should say. Right. All right. So whenever the darkness is in town, it's just kind of become a thing that I I, I always get tickets to them because I, I love seeing them. They're such a great live band. Yeah. The first time I saw them was at Ram's Head live in Baltimore with my younger brother. And the next time was supposed to be with my younger brother. He couldn't make it and Greg filled in. So he got to see oh, yeah. them with uh, with me down at the 930 Club with Foxy Great. Shazam. Great nice. show. Mm. I'll never Great forget show. that one. 
So they were coming back around this time and uh, decided to, to pull the trigger. They were playing at the Brooklyn Bowl in okay. Philadelphia. Okay. Which was a very cool venue. Uh, I'd never been to a Brooklyn Bowl before, but I really liked what was going on there. So, Right on. Um, long story short, we got there Friday, had ourselves a time. We went to the Barcade. Which was awesome in Philadelphia. It's in a, it's a it's a bar with, uh, a with an arcade. arcade and they have nice. like vintage arcade games in the back. That's perfect. Had ourselves a time on Friday. Saturday we got ourselves up, played a round of golf, as you do before a, a darkness concert. Sure, yeah. of course. Just got to get mind mentally focused. That's right. Right. That's Prepared. Right. Came home, mm-hmm. cleaned up, got ourselves some good food, and uh, the the doors were supposed to open at eight at the Brooklyn Bowl. I was like, well, they did have an opening band. The Dead Deads. Hmm. Any good? Uh, I don't know. Because okay. I assumed, well, if doors open at 8, then mm. show's going to probably start at 9. They'll play for 45 minutes. Darkness will go on at 10. Play till 11.30. Mm-hmm. Call it an evening. So I was like, well, we'll get there around 9. You can catch a little bit of the opening band. We got there at 9. Ended up going, walking up the stairs. It, the, the, the Brooklyn Bowl in Philly is, is pretty interesting. The bottom... Uh, floor is is all just bowling lanes. Okay. And then the upper floor is the concert venue. And as we're going up the stairs to get into the show, I hear the opening music that the darkness always plays before they go on stage. Uh-oh. Oh. So I was like, oh, holy crap. We just about missed this show. So like, as we're walking in, uh, I noticed that, you know, the music that was playing, I was like, Daniel, we got to go. So immediately kind of pushed our way all the way up to the front of the crowd and Got there just in time. Nice. So, for those of you who may not know The Darkness, they're the band that's famous for doing that song, I Believe in a Thing Called Love. Mm -hmm. They were in a Super Bowl commercial. And that's basically what everyone knows about them. Okay. Um, They're an awesome rock and roll band. Their biggest influences are are Queen and Mm ACDC. Fantastic ensemble. It consists of Justin Hawkins, the front man, lead guitar player and singer. His brother Dan playing rhythm guitar. Freddie Poulon on bass and Rod- Roger Tiger Taylor, the son of really um, Queen drummer. Yeah, the drummer for Queen with Roger Taylor. Yeah, yeah it is Roger yeah, Taylor is yeah. the drummer for Queen. Yeah. His son now plays drums for them. Wow, four piece band. So I wanted to play just one cool. track from their new album. It's called "It's Love, Jim." And they played this one at the show. It was fantastic. So check this out.
So yeah, yeah. He's got the pipes. Yep. I, I have to say, like, it's not like any other shows that I've been to in the past. I don't know, five years, just because they just play straight rock and roll. Their premier guitar rig rundown was hilarious because it would last about 15 minutes. They're like, well, we have Les Paul guitars and we plug them into Marshall amplifiers. Yeah, that's it. And we turn them up. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> they don't play, play through pedals or anything like that. They're loud as hell. It, it's one of the hardest bands to like sing along to because he's always in like that high, screamy falsetto. It's just all so, over the place. The second song, my voice is completely shot, just mm-hmm. completely done. But man, what a great show. I have a couple takeaways, but I did, you know, just being the enterprising journalist that I am, right, right. I wanted to catch capture the energy coming right out of the venue. Oh, um, so I, I recorded a little audio snippet of me and my brother Uh-oh. just oh, okay. after we walked out of the show. Very cool. All right, so we're standing outside the Darkness Show. We're outside the Brooklyn Bowl in Philadelphia. I'm here with my brother Daniel. The pageantry was amazing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What do you take away from the show, man? How was it? Well, I'm, I'm upset about the lack of leotards. Um, lack of leotards. Yeah. But you did see get to see Justin Hawkins in his <laughs> underwear. Yeah, I did forget about that last piece there. Yeah, I was aggressive. <laughs> but I loved yeah, he, it. He came back on for the encore just solely in his underwear. Just <laughs> and uh, was very aggressive in telling everybody to turn off their phones. Yeah, I don't think he was too happy about it, but uh, he played on, which I appreciated. <laughs> But man, what a great show, right? That was fantastic. I mean, my God. I mean, you just don't get like rock shows like that no, anymore. No. I was disappointed that the crowd didn't do more. Oh. I feel like the crowd let them down a little bit. <laughs> because I think they put on a fantastic show, as they always do. They do. But I was sad that the crowd didn't, uh, didn't move around a little bit more. Except for Matthew. I think Matthew did a good job. Who was Matthew? The child in the crowd. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> He definitely got. I, I mean, I, there were there was people. Everyone knew the the songs. I felt like that I, was that was my I fear. I did feel like everybody was singing along. That's true. That's true. Yeah, but like it, it wasn't like absolutely crazy out of their minds. But the but the band didn't care. Like they did their thing either way. Well, yeah. Now, now you say that. I mean, people were moving around for for the main songs, and the you know. Brad and Chad next to us were they were doing okay. They they sang along. For most they of did it. sing along. They didn't move much, but they no, did they sing did. along. <laughs> but man, what a fantastic that experience! Was, that was fan- that was awesome. That awesome. was awesome. I love it. Excellent. Every minute of it. All right, signing off here from uh, the Brooklyn Bowl in Philadelphia. This is uh, this is Jay and Daniel outside the Darkness Show. I'll see you next time. <laughs> Listen to the joy. Listen to that joy. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh God, it was great. So happy. It was. I was so pumped, man. <laughs> That's great. But I think it's fair to say that, like, it was a strange mix. It was mostly younger folk there. And I just, I don't know. Like, there just wasn't a lot of energy in the crowd. Or, like, they didn't know how to interact with the concert, it sounded like. Yeah, yeah. Like, they didn't know how to act Like, they came out because they heard it was an amazing show, but didn't know anything about the darkness and didn't know how to be at this show. No, they knew the darkness. Like, they were singing along to the songs, like I was saying in that recording, but mm-hmm. they just didn't, like... Like, I was jumping around like a crazy person. Yeah. So maybe I'm the crazy... Maybe I'm the outlier. I don't know. Well, it sounded like Daniel was hoping there were more like you, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the... Yeah, so uh, Justin, he was about to play a song that was off their first album called Get Your Hands Off of My Woman, Mother mm-hmm. And uh, he noticed that there was a, a, a small child in the crowd. <laughs> and he's like... 
Oh, sir, I, I see that you've brought your eight-year-old son to the darkness <laughs> concert. Um, and he brought him up on stage and he said he was Matthew. And he's like, now, Matthew, would you like for us to play the um, censored version of this next song or the dirty version? And Matthew was like, dirty, dirty. <laughs> okay, Matthew, you ask for it. <laughs> so, no, nah, it was a fantastic show, man. It was great. That's awesome. awesome. Happy for you. That's dude. all I got. I yeah, I haven't been to the new uh, to the uh, Philadelphia Brooklyn Bowl, but you said you said a lot about that. Uh, do you know what part of town it is? Um, it's in Fishtown. Okay, which is like kind of yeah, like yeah, the yeah. bougie, looks like Brooklyn kind of area. Sort of there. didn't didn't used to be. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. Um, well, that's cool, and um, yeah, because I've actually uh, performed a few times at the, the original one in Brooklyn, really? uh, which is but it's all on one level. Oh, so like the bowling alley is at, you can see the bands from the bowling lanes. Oh neat! I was very interested about that because you can spend a crap ton of money and get a VIP bowling pass. It's like three hundred seventy-five mm. bucks for tickets to the concert and a VIP bowling pass. So I was wondering if you could see the lanes from the show and They've how got, that like, would some interact. Private lanes or something? <laughs> I, I maybe know. I mean that you'd have to it have to be like unlimited like food and drinks and stuff. I would but, certainly hope so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, the the original Brooklyn Bowl is really cool and. Um, kind of transformed that whole neighborhood and now you can see you know they're they're, they're blossoming i believe there's one in nashville there's oh, one in okay. london there's one in like, vegas um yeah. and uh, i believe it's a promoter named pete shapiro and uh he's the one who got that thing started he's a big like jam band guy um right on anyway um, well, it was the it was the perfect venue for them in my opinion because they're not like the huge band anymore they're just enough to like attract enough attention based on their one hit single you know from mm -hmm. 12 years ago yeah but i was able to get like we were like three people away from the stage right. so it was okay. awesome, and awesome. Just, <laughs> just having our faces melted by their martial stats yeah is, dude, it was I fantastic bet. i mean that yeah that that sing that song is so great did, did i ever tell you that i played that at a wedding once out here in la i believe in a thing called love yeah 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 did the, the singer like, nail it <laughs> the singer yeah yeah wow yeah wow. he was he, he's in like a well-known acapella group oh, okay so okay. he's he can just, he can amazing just go amazing there. yeah, yeah pitch control. wow yeah it, it, i learned it and then i showed up and i was like are we gonna do that and he looked at me like oh like you actually learned that <laughs> I was like, I was like, yeah i did and he's like all right i guess we have to now <laughs> anyway wow. but yeah good stuff hail the darkness that seemed like Indeed. that seemed like it'd be a fun song to play not sing but play oh so fun yeah yeah down, 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 down. Yeah, that's yeah, a cool no, no, it's, it's, it's a fun guitar one. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That's what I got, baby. All right, man. Good tale from the Klein, concert. on to you, sir. All right. I'm going to uh, we're, I'm gonna start us off with some music as well. This is another track from an album that just came out by a band called King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. <gasps> hey, now. I see. Yeah, Omnium. Uh, the, the, yeah. Crowd loves them, man. <laughs> It's uh, that's that's what we're into this right now. Uh, this this song though, this is from the same album. If you remember, Greg pl played a song called Gaia, which kind of had like a like a like a heavy sound to it, heavy metal sound to it. Uh, this song is called Presumptuous. Thank you. 
with the flute. Yeah. With the flute on there. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just a few tracks away from that other song. It's uh, Yeah. <laughs> it's a trip, man. It is a trip. But it's still for me at least still too soon to talk about it there's just there's so much going on i gotta i gotta take it in more but i do have a a, a segment that i i mentioned regretting not doing last week until greg reminded me or told me that uh coachella <laughs> was actually two weekends um uh which is i would like to do still relevant i would like to yeah it is i would like to do the uh coachella just wrapped itself up yesterday um and so i would Finally. like to do a viral or eye roll Coachella edition. Oh no! Viral Eye Oh yeah! Viral Eye Roll! Viral Eye Roll! Viral Eye Roll! Viral Eye our brave contestants must guess whether each outrageous story is either a legitimate viral sensation or a total fabrication. It's fiction. We made it up. <laughs> Are you gentlemen ready? Sure. I've never been more ready for anything in <laughs> my entire life, Nick. All right. The theme for the week is Coachella. Gentlemen, your first question. Coachella was inspired by Pearl Jam's Ticketmaster Boycott concert at the Empire Polo Grounds in 1993. Coachella, as the thing, was inspired by Pearl Jam's Ticketmaster Boycott concert at the Empire Polo Grounds in 1993. Are we ready? Ready. Sure. Okay. Please reveal. Three, two, one, go. We've got Greg says viral, Jay says eye roll. This is a true story. Hey now. Yeah. That's, That's right. It was start, uh, it was actually it was success of of Pearl Jam's uh, Empire Polo Ground concert in 1993 that got the the concert the festival promoters gave them the idea of having it at this place which was which is yeah right there in Coachella. Mm-hmm. Very cool. All right. That's a, yeah, that's a it's a beautiful place. Yes it is. Well, apparently I've never been. Um, ticket okay, next up. This is about the first tickets the first Coachella festival. Tickets to the first Coachella Festival cost $100, resulting in the concert promoter losing nearly $800,000 for charging too little. Okay. I'm in. Ready. Okay. Three, two, one, reveal. We've got Greg says viral, Jay says eye roll. This is eye roll. It's a made-up tale. It's a total fabrication. It's not a total fabrication. This is this is this is the only <laughs> tricky one that I did here. The tickets for the first Coachella Festival were fifty bucks. Hundred one dollars. Fifty bucks. Fifty bucks. <laughs> How wow. about that? Fifty bucks. I figured if I doubled it, that would be that would be a fair exaggeration. Hundred bucks in nineteen ninety three would be a lot of money <laughs> for a concert. I think. Yeah. True. Okay. All right. Moving on. We've got a tie currently. Greg one, J one. How All are we right. feeling, guys? We doing okay? It's great. All right. Fantastic. All right. Next question. The first year. You have to, Nick, I'm sorry. You have to prepare yourself. Greg gets really butthurt whenever he misses a question. What? I, I, so I, I know just how keep this rolling. Works. I, you I'm just keep going. Okay. Just keep pushing. Okay. Thank you, Jack. All right. I invented this game. Okay. <laughs> Next question. Due to excess losses from the first year, 
Coachella raised the ticket tickets the next year, 2000, to $250, the largest year-over-year increase, 500%, in music festival history. Okay. I'm in. All right. Okay. Three, two, one. Reveal, please. I'm sorry, guys. Both of you said viral. This particular story isn't completely made up. It never happened. This one was invented by Not a even close. There wasn't even a festival in 2000. That was... Okay. That oh, was, okay. So, wow. sorry. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> as we now know, here's the next one, there was no festival in 2000. And this was because Golden Voice, which is the promotion company, was in the process of settling a trademark infringement claim by the mid-luxury brand Coach for their clearly derivative logo, and the promoters were considering remaining, renaming the festival to avoid litigation. So you're saying that the, the luxury bag maker Coach was threatening to sue Coachella over the name and the logo? For the clearly derivative logo, I considered an image submission for this viral or eye roll. Here's the problem. <laughs> if the story's true, I'd never be able to design this logo. If the story's false, it would clearly not be a logo that a music festival would choose because I'm not a good designer. So I, yeah. couldn't, I couldn't give you either, either of those, and that, that shouldn't help you. Okay. <laughs> I'm ready. Excellent. Three, two, one. Reveal. Jay says viral. Greg says eye roll. I'm, I completely made this one up. Oh, wow. Not this Whoa. time. It never happened. It's okay. Really? It's good. Man, all right. Going for it on that one. Yep. You, well, we'll, we'll we'll do notes at the end. How about that? How's that sound? Mm. <laughs> Here's a short one for you. The first year Coachella sold out was in 2004 and featured headliner Radiohead. First year they sold out was 2004. Radiohead was the headliner. Bird Clock. I asked you not to weigh in. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, if you can speak Bird Clock, mm -hmm. you already know the answer to this one. Bird Clock was there. 2004. Really. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And three, two, one, reveal. Jay says viral. Greg says viral. This is a true story. Yes. Woo! Is anybody else keeping score here? I am. What do you <laughs> three got? Three to one. Three to one? Okay. Yeah. Okay. We've covered the first five. Moving on. Let's go. Due to the mayhem at 1999's Woodstock Festival, attendees were not allowed to camp out at early Coachella festivals. This policy was reversed in 2003. And then quickly re-reversed once they saw how crazy Radiohead fans were. Right? <laughs> yeah. That would have been, yeah, that would have been the year before, before Radiohead sold out. All right. Okay. Reveal in three, two, one. Jay says viral. Greg says viral. You both are correct. This is a viral Woo! story. There you go. Well done. Well wow. done. I'm guessing Limp Bizkit never played at Coachella. So funny, far. Funny thing you asked. <laughs> because, because, Jay, it wasn't until 2009 that Pearl Jam, the band that inspired Coachella, performed to promote their ninth album, Backspacer. Viral. Okay. <laughs> Was that actually a question? That's the question, yeah. Oh, I thought you were just throwing in a random other bit of trivia. <laughs> no, I just was, I was tying it into the next question. I'm sorry. Do you well, want damn, me to... Okay, say it again. Okay. <laughs> I was making a joke. I know. I, I, was, I was rolling with it. Um, the... 2009, Backspacer, Pearl Jam, first time at Coachella. 
the funny thing is I spent time looking at bands, like all of the stuff, to see who played. And I don't remember. I'm sure Limp Bizkit probably ended up at a Coachella. Um, it wasn't until that. 2009 that Pearl Jam, the band that inspired Coachella, performed to promote their ninth studio album, Backspacer. 2009, Pearl Jam. Okay. Okay. All right. Reveal in three, two, one. Jay says viral. Greg says eye roll. It is eye roll. They have never played Coachella. <sighs> They've never played jo- no, Coachella. They've never. They are one of the bands that have never played Coachella. Man. Yep. yep. Is that even a ba- Pearl Jam album? It, it is, is, and it did come out in 2009. I think it is 2009. Oh, so, oh man. Yeah. Okay. Well, I got that's lucky. What I, was I, was, up. I, I was thinking like that's not even a Pearl Jam album. It's not a great Pearl Jam album. Apparently yeah, not. I've never heard of it. Yeah, I just went and found a latter day, like a later 2000 Pearl Jam album for that. You guys ready? Ready. In 2012, the concert promoter Golden Voice purchased 280 acres of land in, in, in Indio, California, so that all future Coachella concerts could be held there. It's exciting. This one's an exciting one. <laughs> just, uh, so the campers could camp, keep camping. Okay. You don't have to love all the questions. It's okay. Are we, go- are we good? Ready? <laughs> mm-hmm. Sure. All right. Three, two, one. Reveal. Both said viral. Yeah, it's viral. It's viral. That's nice. true. Ooh. Viral news. They bought some land. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We got, we've got two more, guys. We have two more? Wow. This went by really quickly. Yeah. Okay. During Alabama Shake's 2013 performance... Guitarist Heath Fogg broke the news that Osama bin Laden had been killed, resulting in the crowd chanting USA, USA, USA. Hey, I was actually a huge fan of Osama bin Laden. So. You're happy now. You're winning. Right. It's fine. Right. We get it. It's okay. <laughs> I am? What? How are we doing? I'm sure. Why not? What do you think, Greg? You okay. ready? Ready. All right. Reveal in three, two, one. Let's see it. We got two eye rolls. That is an eye roll. Oof. Does anybody know what's time. wrong with no, that? Not this time. this time. There's a couple things wrong with that one. Well, I think that was I, Coachella is usually in April. I don't remember that being around the time that of year. So, the the, the, the premise that? of the story is true. That it, there it was, but it was Rascal Flatts, and it was in t- 2011 that Obama Osama bin Laden was killed. And Rascal Flatts played at Coachella. That was the, it, that would have totally thrown me. You should have just thrown that one out there, man. That, that's actually why I went with the with the eye roll because the the viral one or because the true version of it seemed. Uh, yeah, the, the, the Alabama Shakes didn't seem to me like a uh, particularly patriotic act. <laughs> yeah, not, not not that they aren't. I just didn't. I would have been surprised. Yeah. Yep. And huh. I also feel like I would have heard of that. Good but much. Good Rascal Flatts. Yeah. Well, hey. Props to Jay as well. He called it out and he snuffed it out. <laughs> I'm guessing at this point. We <laughs> got a 50-50 chance. Let's see. We've got <clears throat> JD of four. I have four. To Greg's Greg, Greg seven. seven. Right. Okay. But that's well, all right because the last one is worth 15 points. Oh, uh, is <laughs> it? It's, uh, it is worth, the last one's worth three. Four? Three? Okay. Do you want it for tie? Does that work, Jay? Is, are we I on mean, the last one? That's the way Greg... Insists Cold when he's in losing. His favor right. <laughs> yeah, so. it has to be worth the amount that lets me tie. We could pull that audio up, Greg. Yeah. yeah okay. So this one's worth this one's worth three points. Yep. Wait, okay. is this, is this is the last question. I thought we had a bonus question. 
Oh, that was for the tiebreaker. I, I'll give you the bonus question either way. Okay. Yeah, so we'll, we'll do this. This is worth three to see if it ties up. And the last one will be worth points. one, or the last one will be worth seven. <laughs> no, this, yeah, we'll see. All right, here, this one's worth three. Okay, the replacements who broke up on stage in 1991 at a show in Chicago reunited in 2014 at Coachella, only to announce a year later at the 2015 festival that they were performing their final show and breaking up again. Oh, man. I feel like there's a lot of that that is true. Is it all true? That is the question. <laughs> a lot riding on this one. All right. Ready, Greg? Okay. Three, two, one. Jay says eye roll. Greg says viral. This is an eye roll. Oh. Oh. It's tied up. It never happened. This one was invented by a writer. <laughs> it's the all only, tied up. <laughs> the only part of the only part of it that's true is that they um, that the, they played they played at Coachella in 2014 and they broke up on stage in 1991. But they oh. kept together for a couple more years and and they didn't play in 2015. And you made up the story about them breaking up again. Interesting. Yeah. That's Shows true. how much you know about that band. <laughs> I learned all of that. I didn't know any. I didn't know they broke up in '91. Um, so, okay, guys, guys, guys. All right, it comes it's a tiebreaker. Tie this is a tie game. <laughs> this is a tiebreaker. All comes down to this. This is a tiebreaker. This is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Greg, you're gonna love this. You ready? Yeah. Roger Waters' 2008 performance included a giant inflatable pig, which escaped. Roger Waters' question in the middle of the night, landed on the lawn of a residence in La Quinta, and was retrieved in exchange for $10,000 and a lifetime pass to Coachella. <laughs> I'm gonna read that again for you. Roger Waters' 2008 performance included a giant inflatable pig, which, in the midst of the night, floated off, landed on the lawn of a residence in La Quinta, and was retrieved in exchange for $10,000 and a lifetime pass to Coachella. Okay. And we're going to need our answers here in three, two, one. This is for all the marbles. This is for everything. Jay says viral. Greg says I roll. That story is entirely true. <gasps> there you oh, go. Oh, coming out Jay. of nowhere to Jay steal won it. it. Jay stole it. Oh, my it. gosh. On a Roger Waters question. I didn't question, realize. No I didn't know that. Wow. I, yeah. knew, I knew he played, but I didn't realize that... Uh... That I don't know how much I don't know how much Mr. Waters was involved in in the in the following of the the circumstance, yeah. but yep, that was all. I'm surprised true. it took off in the middle of the night like that. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Which is uh, only there's a pig in our he, yard. He, he he always has a pig. Get money. <laughs> <laughs> Make him pay to get it back. Well, well gentlemen, uh, that was quite a ride. That it was. sure was a roller coaster. I feel kind of bad for Mr. Loman. Oh, okay. you know, I, you know, I, I kind of stole that one from him. He can fun. walk away knowing that that extra point crap is BS. It's kind of our, it's kind <laughs> of our catch-all. It makes it okay <laughs> it in the circumstance. You can yeah. be like, no, nah, I legit won, and Greg can be like, no, nah, I legit won. No, I equate it to like Newcastle United's season um, so far this year. You, you know, you he went the first lot, 14 ahead, games yeah. without a win, and then all of a sudden, just straight to the top, baby. Straight to the top. How far have they gotten? Uh, we're in ninth place right now. Okay. Mm -hmm. Middle and top. <laughs> top? That's a top? 
Ninth place? <laughs> for Newcastle. <laughs> for Newcastle. That's Yeah, that's, that's number one. That's that's pretty good. Uh-huh. What was this, but what, what happened in versus Norwich City, though? Norwich? Yeah. Uh, we beat them 3-0 at Norwich. Oh, oh I see. I see Killed them. Ah, Bruno scored a goal. Joe Good Linton, Big Joe had two. Big Joe. It's a pretty great game. He won't yeah. let you down. <laughs> Some Brazilian gentlemen. magic going on. Man, great game. And and well done to you, Nick, on the questions. I, I you had me completely all over the place. Very good. No idea. No idea. Hope it was fun. Very good, guys. It's awesome. a great time. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Greg, I think at this point, people that want to connect with us and we're still listening. Hmm. How, how do they great Jay you're better at this you do it how do you, how do you handle it <laughs> <laughs> Greg why don't you tell find mm. folks how to get in touch with yeah. us please <laughs> you can go online and find us at you should check it out dot com you can send us an email at yscio_podcast at gmail dot com you can find mm-hmm. us on social media on Facebook and on Instagram and it's on the newly uh, sold Twitter our handle is at shitcheck Mr. Musk's Twitter yes <laughs> and um Find us uh, wherever podcasts are listened to on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. As always, leave a review and tell a friend you should check it out. Yes, Double. indeed. And that is viral, as far as I can tell. Hell yeah. Indeed. Boys, thank you so much. I'm going to go off in search of some much-needed rest <laughs> okay. and relaxation. My vocal awesome, cords man. are just about done yet again. That was great. Thank you for your time. All it's of been you. a great pleasure. Yeah. Greg, say hey to Venus for me next time he's <laughs> here. Yeah. Help her with the guitar string replacement thing, whatever the current issue today was. Yeah. There's cool. A, there's always something. All right. Just, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining us. We'll see you back here next week. <laughs> see you guys. Peace. Peace. Peace.